Poison Rana. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Brayden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Poison Rana. You found us on whatever podcast app you are listening to. And of course, we are live on youtube.com slash at Poison Rana Pod. Yes, it's a Sunday afternoon. It's the Frogs Day. We are here to chat about everything going on in the world of wrestling. And it's a, it's a busy day of podcasting for us. It is a very busy day. We've got, uh, it is currently, what, the 7th of January. And uh, yeah, we, we've got to kind of put behind us 2023. That's right. And there's a couple of ways we can do that. Firstly, we can talk about the best matches that happened in 2023, which we'll be doing right after our usual Poison Rana show. And then we can purge. We can talk about all the best stuff that's happened in the year, but most importantly, the worst stuff that happened in the year. Yeah, some housekeeping here. So today's episode you're listening to right now on this Poison Rana feed. Hit hit that subscribe if you haven't already. Hit that download. All the little things help us so much. Thank you, everyone, for a great year of listening and supporting and everything. We can't do it without you guys. But today we're going to chat a little bit about what's going on this week, the first week of Dynamite, some WWE, the New Year's week. What did they do? The New Year's knockout week? New Year's, uh, what did we have? We had day one. We had New Year's Evil and New Year's Revolution. We're going to chat a little bit about that. Uh, Obviously, we did our review of New Year's Evil, so check that out on the post feed. But then uh, after talking about some Wrestle Kingdom 18, we're going to switch things over and we're going to do a best match ever. ever. 2023 Part 1 here live on this show. So we put it to you, our Poison Pals, our wrestling friends, to help us make a top 10 list of the matches of 2023 and uh, you all sent them in Davey you what put them through like a well we do we do BD maths here yeah so it's uh you give us your top 10 and then uh like it's 10 points for your number one pick it's one point for your number 10 pick and so on and so on and then uh we give our top 10 and because we're the hosts our points are worth double wow yeah because we're special, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, so you guys helped vote, and we made a top 10 list. And today on the part one of the show, we'll go through 10 to 6 of the five best matches of 2023. We're going to go through, review, right, and have a ton of fun looking at 2023. But that's not all. So that's all on this show. So, uh, you know, can't wait to to talk all about these things. But later tonight, or by the time you're listening to this, um, maybe maybe it's already out. But we will be joining John and Way at Post Wrestling for the best and worst of show for 2023. So later tonight, all patrons, meaning Post and Poison Rana patrons, will be invited to join us live on a, a very special stream where we will be recording the show. But by the time you're listening to this, possibly the show will be available for everyone on the Post Wrestling feed. So yes, the best and worst of. What will we be chatting about? Who knows? 21 categories we'll be going through. You can go on forum.postwrestling.com to see what the categories are. And I I implore you to join in live because uh, you never know what gets edited out of these shows when Braden Harrington joins John Way. I got a hot mic. All your daughters aren't safe. (laughs) (laughs) That could mean a a lot. And someone didn't understand what I mean. But yeah. Uh, hot mic, uh, get the unedited version live tonight as we, uh, chat with John away. And that's always a ton of fun. Can't wait to go through that. So join us later tonight. If you patrons, and then of course, if you're not, Hey, you get it on podcast form tomorrow, Monday. So really excited about that. Really excited about, uh, we also have part two of our best match ever. What next week, next week will be on our Patreon. Yes. 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 So lots and lots of shows. Uh, Our Patreon is still going. We did a best match ever CM Punk in Mm -hmm. WWE. We looked at the best of him Uh, this week. I think we're doing a best match ever Von Eriks. Yes. A whole Von Erik retrospective show. We'll be looking at dark side of the ring, talking about the iron claw, and uh, talking about a couple, a few matches as well. Yeah, yeah. We're going to chat all about the curse of the Von Eriks and the Iron Claw and all that. So that's going to be uh, a ton of fun as well. Uh, over on our Patreon, we have just put out our NXT Arrival review. We finally did a Was Next all these years, catching up 
finally arrived. Four years. Yeah. <laughs> we were joined by our Wasn experts, Chris Price and Anne Marie, to chat all about NXT Arrival, the first network special. So that was a ton of fun. I just put that out today on the really show. fun show. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, look, look forward to hearing some thoughts on that one. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Lots of shows. We've also got a Rumble coming up. Uh, end of the month. So, um, firstly, we are going to be throwing up uh, a poll for uh, to do a reviews from the six, uh, a classic Royal Rumble event. I would love you to throw in some suggestions. We have talked about some Royal Rumbles before. I think we've looked at what two thousand. I know we've looked at yeah, last year we looked, uh, we've looked at a few. So, um, yeah, throw us some suggestions of what Rumbles you'd like to uh, us to do, and we'll put a poll up. Uh, but also, Royal Rumble means. We are going to be hosting another watch party. And oh boy, these tickets are selling fast. Yes, anyone in the Toronto area, you know we run the six. Yes, I've been getting your messages. Hey, is this you, the wrestling club night? No, it is not. Yes, it's gimmick infringement. No, it is not us. However, the next night we are doing our watch party. So you can still see us in the six. Uh, And I know a lot of you will be there in spirit. But Gabby's King Street West, Toronto, Saturday the 27th. We will be hosting our Rumble watch party at Gabby's. And boy, it's going to be fun because we got Rumble games. You know, Rumble brings the non-fans out because there's gambling involved and Rumble pools and and things like that run wild. So definitely looking forward to that. I think it's going to get a little rowdy and we're going to have the bar completely full for this one. Yeah, we're we're already about a third full already and we only just put these tickets on sale. Uh, They're moving really quickly, but we do want to uh, give our listeners a a little benefit. Uh, for coming so uh, go to poisonrana.ca you'll see the link to our eventbrite and use the promo code bde friends all one word all capital letters and that will get you 50 percent off your ticket uh, there's only a limited amount of these so uh, don't wait too long if you are in the uh, the toronto area and want to come by january 27th bde friends apply that promo code and you'll get 50 percent off your ticket and we'd love to see you there yeah and we have seen lots of you there we have our our regulars our bde listeners out there shout out rob shaft we got all the regulars who who show up to these things and it's a ton of fun we treat our listeners and our patrons specifically we give them like, oh the yeah booth. they get they yeah. get the booth treatment we give them we, we're, we're feeding them shots all we have night. a lot of people that come to this who don't have a clue who we are yeah uh and we're, we're really trying to drum it home it's like hey we're poison rana yeah. we do this yeah. we do this so uh i think people have started to to cotton on we i'm noticing a few names uh returning to these events but uh, not necessarily listeners about, so we'd love to see some more listeners. Yeah, we, we have, well. yeah, we have a lot of friends uh, who are listeners who turn into listeners. Some people who listen and then started coming to our shows, and vice versa. So it's a whole lot of fun doing these things. We've done these some of these events and meetups and stuff, but bringing like a watch party, you never know who's gonna like kind of show up and new listeners and new wrestling friends, and it's a whole fun thing so we like to take over so, our city. I, it's just like you know the countdowns the surprise yeah. entrances the or or in recent years it's sorry whose music's that oh, oh yeah, it's yeah. dana brooke okay right. yeah oh i wish dana brooke. oh no she's, she's not gone, she's she, not gonna show up in the room she might yeah she might I the did, women need to pat it out usually i did find my dana brooke shirt though yeah i have found it nice. so maybe one day i'll, I'll a nice three-quarter length maybe i'll wear it to, you, right? to the to the rumble yeah <laughs> she'll show up yeah, we should put in in an order at chopped-tees.com yes. uh, to get some merch to wear to the Rumble. Yes, chopped-tees.com. We have our own Poison Rana merch. Go check it out. We got sh- shirts and merch for Shot in the Dark, for What Up Do, for our own show. Go check it out. And there's always new stuff being added. And Dickie is just putting in the work on this website. And I know uh, the, the website itself is going to have even more stuff in in this new year. So I'm definitely very excited to see what we do with, with that, but you can buy your official poison Rana stuff over at chop dash tees. Absolutely. Hello, Alex in the YouTube chat who asks, will you guys be doing a mania weekend show? I keep hearing about your events in Toronto and I want to go to one in Philly. Uh, All I'll say is watch this space. There's a lot coming up this year. We, we, uh, we do want to try and do something, uh, Philly weekend It is going to be a packed weekend. We've got like NXT in the afternoon and all that. But um, yeah, we'll be letting you know. We we definitely will plan something to try and meet up with uh, listeners, whether it be like just an informal hangout yeah. or what. Uh, we'll we'll make it our best to to see you guys 
Um, and they have just announced um, Money in the Bank weekend in the six. Uh, so again, watch this space. Yes, uh, we've gotten a lot of people messaging about Philly. I think we want to do just more of like a, a meetup, hangout before events and stuff. I'm I'm watching the the whole indie what the like GCW shows being announced, and th- I, I'm not as as excited for a lot. A lot of the the big indie stars are not on the indies anymore, mm-hmm. right? So they're kind of elsewhere, and the bigger shows are the WWE shows and, and everything. It's, so it's kind of weird. It's kind of weird how like my, my first WrestleMania weekend was WrestleMania 30 and uh Supercard of honor was like the, the hot show right, to go right. to WrestleCon as well, that kind of thing. And then we had the whole like uh takeover era where people would always go, Oh, you know, takeover was better than the, the main pay-per-view and, and all that. And now it's kind of come around where, WrestleMania is the the big show again. Yeah. I know oh, wow. that sounds ridiculous, yeah, but yeah, yeah. it always used to be like, yeah, like I mean, I'm going to WrestleMania, but I'm here to go to you know Spring Break and yeah. and all that. It, it's kind of I feel it's flipped on its head again, and it. I wouldn't mind going to again closer to. They're obviously going to announce some crazy things, but I want like I want them to go balls to the wall. I want all these released wrestlers to start announcing things. You know, I want like Rick Boogs versus June Kasai. You know what I mean? Rick Boogs is done. He's done with wrestling? Did you not hear yet? Oh, what did he, he say? He said, I'm done with wrestling. Maybe he's, he'll go into music. Okay, uh, how about uh, a Walk with Elias versus uh, Nick Gage? Elijah, Nick, isn't it? Elijah, Elijah sorry. Uh, who was his other... Uh, Elias. He was Elias and... The Drifter? No, what was his brother's name? El- Elijah. No, Elias. No. No, it was Elias, and then he had his brother uh, without the beard. You're asking the wrong guy. I can't guy. remember. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, other. I want the chairman, Sean Spears versus Laparka. Yep. I want that uh, booked for my indie weekend. I, I am Ezekiel, looking Ezekiel. Ezekiel, that's it. Right? Yes. right yeah, uh, I'd I'd like to go to the DDT show so far, but I know uh, a few of us are watching for Kaiju Big Battle. It hasn't been announced, and it's possibly okay. not going to happen. But it's something I regret not going to before, and now I'm like, ah, that seems like something I want to do. But DDT, I have my eye. But yeah, Philly. People, we will be doing something. And I guess we can somewhat mention Toronto announcement, like you said, for Money in the Bank this June. Last June, we had the Forbidden Door open in the six. We mm-hmm. had the we had a whole ton of wrestling fans come over and do wrestling things. And this year, it's going to be no different. This time, WWE taking over with, what, a SmackDown? A, a, uh, Money in the Bank and, and Heat Wave. NXT Heat Wave, yeah. I feel Money in the Bank is the last, like, Big one I haven't been to. I've done a Rumble, a Survivor Series, right. a Mania, and uh, is it a big one now? I guess. Yeah, I think. I mean, I feel like Money in the Bank kind of replaced Survivor Series. In the yeah, big sure. Sport. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I mean, not even that, but NXT coming here as well. And that's, yeah, that's I haven't seen crazy. an NXT show live for years now at this point. Since yeah, pre-pandemic. So yeah, looking forward to go to that too. It's it's tough though because when we had Forbidden Door, it was like, okay, what do we call our event? forbidden poor mm. okay yeah it's at a bar cool this one's a lot harder i've been thinking all week and i can't come up with the a best single good i can come up with so far is froggy in the bank oh um, that's no I, i'm thinking like chummy in the six or something like that like chubby mu- in the six chubby in the six chub- <laughs> chummy in the bank like something a meetup of wrestling fans what would you call it because so, because little oh, chummy, money. chummy okay. right yeah it's not good uh, none of no, them are good no, no, no. um something in the dot something in the because funny enough like since the ACC turned into the Scotiabank Arena, certain people do call it the bank. Yeah. So it legit is money in the bank in the bank. Yeah. But like, yeah. Thinking money in the tank, you know, the drunk tank. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, money in the. It's maybe something like. Yeah, I don't know. This one's hard. So please, uh, punny people out there. Yeah, we're we, trying to get punny in the bank. Here. Yeah, yeah, we can't think of anything good and slick and and sly. But I'm sure. We'll be seeing some familiar faces come June in Toronto. So mm. can't wait for that as well. Definitely excited. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, well, it is going to be a slightly shorter Poison Rana today. Uh, we're going to whiz through it because we are doing our best match ever, 2023. I almost said 2013 there. Nice. Um, so, yeah, we had Wrestle Kingdom this week. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Like, I know you were saying like, hey, this this card doesn't look like as interesting as some of the last years and totally agree. I felt like there was some different pieces of the puzzle that just was head scratching as why they would mm. go that route. But at the end of the day, uh, I was I was actually working a night shift. So I, I had it on kind of 
while I was working. And then, of course, as like the big main matches are about to kick off is like when I had to do stuff. And then like, right. I did. So then I, I come home and I'm tired. I'm like, well, I watched fucking some of these matches. I guess I'll watch like the rest of it. So I, I did watch the rest of it. And it was it was an OK show. There was some hit and misses, but some pluses that come off the top of my head was. Uh, I groaned when Shingo was announced with a singles match against Tamatanga, mm. but I thought Tamatanga showed up. I really enjoyed that match. Yeah. Um, I thought uh, Tamatonga's like counters in this match were excellent. Yeah. There was a certain what was it made in Japan into the the stun gun, yeah, which yeah, was yeah. so smooth. Um, Tamatonga announcing that he's kind of done with New Japan at the end of this month. He finally, like, he finally, years of watching him. He finally has a match. I went, yo, hold on a second. And then he's like, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> Is he someone we should be talking about on Tuesdays? Maybe. Yeah, yeah, possibly. It does seem maybe yeah. more Fed bound than AEW. Me too. Um, like, certainly, I think, uh, like, obviously, he's been doing his singles run for the last year or so, but um, bringing in, like, Gorillas of Destiny, perhaps, uh, would really kind of shake up that tag division on the main roster, I think. Um, but yeah, no, I, I thought he really showed up. Obviously, Shingo's still one of the best wrestlers in the world. Um, hard to have a bad match against Shingo, but it wasn't all him. And Tamatonga definitely yeah, came yeah. and and like I was like, okay, we're we're cooking now. I I thoroughly enjoyed that match. Yeah, it was it was a bit of a like shocker. I was like, man, he he was bringing it for sure. And I I I've not been a huge fan of his work in ring for. I've been a fan of you know all the other stuff outside the ring and Bullet Club and this and that. But ring wise, in ring wise, I was like very impressed. And and Shingo, I I don't understand how he's not one of the main focuses mm. of this company. I still don't after watching this. Maybe he he they will down the line, but it's just so bizarre he's always used as like a stepping stone for other people utility player yeah 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 yeah. uh some other things i watched the well i watched the whole show but uh yuya yamara versus yoda susuji yeah Yeah, yuamora sorry um Uh, he was he that that match was awesome that was great i mean they've been they said what this was like their 56th match against each other or something along those lines obviously growing up as young lions they had the whole thing weren't these the ones in the in the g1 who had like the c block where they had the young lions match every every night um and kind of positioning these guys look this is their singles match at wrestle kingdom expect this to be like a a headlining match down the line one day i was kind of surprised with the result i i kind of me too figured like suji is the one uh who would be getting like the big push moving forwards but Hell of a match. Yeah, I think Suji will be one of their key players for sure. He's got the look more than a lot of the other ones at the He's moment. He's a bit more complete yeah. right now, I, right I now, feel. Yeah. Uh, some other things, I, I, I'm not going to lie. As soon as Evil came out, mm. I did not watch that match. But I did like how Shooter showed up on a motorcycle yeah. in his thing. Um, uh, other things I did like from this show, Despi and Takahashi, they fought so many times. It was still good, but I wouldn't say it got to the level of some of their other ones in in the past but i've watched them fight so many times is this finally hiromu's graduation you say that every year like um yeah we do say that every year uh naito saying kind of whether hiromu is because you know they do the anniversary show junior heavyweight against the, the yeah. heavyweight champion and naito kind of saying whether he's champion or not he'd like to face hiromu down the line so i i hope the pieces are kind of aligning now yeah. and uh and Hiromu can can graduate and then need to freshen up this junior heavyweight division like whether that's bringing in like a Leo Rush hopefully for like a long period of time right. we know what Leo Rush is like but uh yeah in insert some new people in that scene but yeah. again good match i've seen it yeah like Hiromu should be one of the key players in New Japan, full stops, mm. as as should, like I said, Shingo. Despi could be the main junior heavyweight guy, but they've done this back and forth with these two so many times. It's kind of like, where, what else do you, you have yeah. there? And when it comes to juniors, like they, ha- they could easily pluck different people. I mean, Ali is someone who would fit just right in yeah. there. Again, AEW is a little crowded. He could be making a name for himself over there. That's someone I would like to see. Um but what else was on this show? I, I really enjoyed uh, uh, Tanahashi versus Zack Sabre yeah. Jr. Um, obviously, this is a match we've seen in person live before. These two have tied up quite... MSG. Oh, right. Okay. Um, yeah. These two have tied up quite a lot. But, you know, I know there's a million titles in this company. But I kind of like the um, 
the rolling TV tray title, title because it's like just 15 minutes so you've got to sprint so it allows for a slightly different kind of match i think at this point in tanahashi's career it's it's a good thing hey you get the the like 15 minute max matches now and eventually can put someone over uh i hope this means uh zach can move more into the the like world title picture yeah as he, well. he's he's another one that's like man he's like killing it every time you watch him and he's not one of the main focuses there it's kind of bizarre but yeah that was pretty entertaining the president putting himself over yeah of course Zach trying to be pm prime minister right yeah, yeah no i do find that funny first move as president is i win the title the tv dinner tray yeah championship but yeah Zach- i mean the actual title has grown on me the look of it. The look of it? Yeah, it's oh, growing on me a bit. I don't know about that. But uh, yeah, that one was pretty funny. Uh, other things that stood out, there was Will Ospreay versus John Moxley. Oh, and David Finlay. Yeah. That's legit how the match was as well. The best parts were all the times they were fighting. And then he's like, oh, and I'm in this match. And you're like, oh, yeah. This is kind of exactly what I thought this match would be. Yeah. Um, like, I really enjoyed it. I expected Finley to win. I expected Finley to win in the way he won with yeah. kind of stealing the pin. Uh, but it was still a really good match. And I, and I think there is something with the three-way where you get that kind of like non-stop. Like there's always something going on because someone can sit out for a bit, usually Finley. Yeah. And then, <laughs> uh, but no, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed like the War Dogs getting involved with that uh, Alex Coughlin like, Going yeah. through the middle of the table. But through the table. But through the table. Yeah, that was a great image. Um, and <laughs> was pretty awesome to see uh, this Japan crowd singing. Wild? No, Elevated. Sorry. Oh, right, right, right. Um, because obviously he's been a heel for a long time in this company. He had the whole clap crowd uh, like thing. Quiet, I, yeah. I think a great moment was at Wembley, like seeing everyone sing along, realizing because you were that all in show you imagine a lot of people there were just oh wrestling's in town and chris jericho's on it and that kind of thing but everyone seemed to know who osprey was and was singing along but hearing a japanese crowd yeah singing the song i thought was really cool and he looked pretty emotional about it as well uh he had a cool entrance he had assassin's creed I like little top hat <laughs> yeah yeah I, I don't know what the thing like two years in a row well more than that like last year kenny with the final fantasy legit cross like official mm. crossover and then this year assassin's creed officially like joining in there so they had some links to these I mean, spray his whole gimmick is yeah assassin's creed yeah yeah, and, yeah. and aerial I, assassin all that i i'm not really into the, the gaming stuff but i can appreciate when they bring this into their assassin's creed is a game i actually have played sure uh, yeah. it's pretty fun like Parkour again game. the entrances in new japan definitely uh were, were pretty cool but yeah uh this match was good moxley and osprey like just were like killing each other and Finley just doesn't have the like the sauce yet. He's just just some guy, really. He's just so plain Jane. It, it to me, it's like I'm watching Jay White, but it's not Jay White. He's it's, not he's not a bad wrestler, yeah. but just they're really trying. And maybe you know you push it enough. I think Jay White did kind of elevate after a while, but yeah, after um, a while. The funniest thing was uh, after this. I mean, well, during the show, Dolph Ziggler. And his brother, of course. You got to bring your brother. Yeah. Bring uh, your brother to work today. Yeah. The, his parents were like, you got to bring your brother, though. And he's like, all right. Uh, Dolph Ziggler, Nick Nemeth shows up. He sits in the in the front row, dressed to the nines. And then after that Finley match, Finley walks over to him and holds up this new, what, global heavyweight title. Yeah. And he's like, ah, fucking fuck you, Dolph Ziggler. And... And like gets in his face and they shove each other, which leads to like an altercation backstage later in the night. The dive, the judge dive recreation, if you've seen that. Um, I just found it funny that like Nick Nemeth is just sitting there and he's probably like, wait, why are you coming over to me? I'm not here to talk to you. I'm here to fucking fight all these other people. It was kind of weird because he uh, they showed up during the tag match. Yeah. So they kind of implied that these two are looking at the tag division. Yeah, Ryan Nemeth in New Japan. Um, and then he's, and then did you see his backstage thing where he's like, really sorry, I just came to, as a fan to enjoy the show. You came like four matches late then, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was in Rapungi earlier, probably. Um, but yeah, uh, so. Yeah, as a first match, I imagine that will be in the US. Well, they have. I kind of feel that, and the Matt Riddle-Tanahashi match is going to be US bound. 
Right. Okay. So yeah, a lot to unpack there. So first of all, Dolph Ziggler making moves post WWE. He's not shown up in AEW yet, but now he's shown up in New Japan. He's obviously setting up for that match with Finley. Uh, they've announced the Battle in the Valley mm-hmm. show, which is like next week in uh, San Jose, and like it's a stacked card. But Nemeth is not on it. I mean, I'm okay. sure he'll show right. up, but it's actually Finley versus TJP, uh, which is happening. So I mean, the, the Wagwan. No, what was he called? Oh, Aswang, man. yeah, the the dead guy, yeah, cool new look, yeah, something different, wearing a mask. Um, but yeah, I see him slotting in there, taking that title from Finley. You know what? I am actually really looking forward to seeing what Nick Nemeth does outside of WWE. I have been a fan of his wrestling. I think over the years, it just got like, you know, we gave up on the starts and stops yeah. of his career. We'd seen it all before. We we stopped kind of believing in him, you know. But I've always thought he's a great performer. Uh, great wrestler and i'd i'd love to see him work with some different kind of styles and i'm sure he wants to prove himself as well yeah. uh he's someone who's always worked with a chip on his shoulder and has gone out and and tried to like do the most he can with what he's given so i think yeah new japan setting i'm, I'm kind of excited to see what he does yeah it was it was like oh he's here okay wait a second like that could be a, a little different than what i expected so already i think a proper move in the first moves i'm sure he's doing tons of indie dates and stuff going forward but this is a pretty big move if it's not AEW, it's mm-hmm. new they're still the number three i'd say over lots of other places so there's a there's a few I, I I wouldn't say Nick Nemeth versus David Finley is the the bingo card match I'm excited for, but him versus you know I'm sure he showed up being like Hey Okada I want to fight you and then Finley gets yeah. in his face it's like wait a second yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like there's all, all these other wrestlers that he could fight I mean a Hiromu versus Nick Nemeth a Shingo versus Nemeth uh, Okada like I said Naito there's a few but yeah it seems like maybe they've got this whole like north american roster kind of thing. yeah a bunch of white guys that they know they'll put on the american shows and mm. it is interesting watching a, a, a tokyo dome wrestle kingdom there's a whole ton of white guys on this show i was like wow they've just taken I over mean, it kind of has been like it's that always like a that long yeah. time you like when you had the elite and yeah and skull and osprey all and these all gaijins them. yeah all these gaijins but yeah uh finley versus nemeth nemeth do you see him showing up in AEW anytime soon if he's showing um, up here, I'd kind of like to see him do what he's doing right now and kind of just, you know, I could see him doing blood sport maybe yeah. a weekend. I could see that being something he wants to do because he does have that like amateur wrestling background. Did you see his um, video? Uh, he posted, he got the, that's the new thing, the new wave of released wrestlers. Right. Get a videographer, yeah. do a whole promo. I didn't really like Elias's. Okay. With the, the dead guy. Did you see that one? Yeah. Where, where he was like dragging out someone it looked like he got like me or you to do it mm-hmm. <laughs> whereas like some of the other people like paid someone re- like ali's ali's was really yeah. good right like that gimmick but this one felt like it was going for the like evil dead mm-hmm. ash versus whatever tarantino kind of thing and there was there was little like references like he pulls out the rubber chicken the cody Rhodes thing okay uh fuck what else did he pull out he pulled out something else in it that I, like this is Dolph's. Yeah, yeah 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 and then he puts the glasses on but he looks like kurt russell i always thought yeah that. yeah no i i i'd like there's there's matches I'd like to see him have with people in AEW. I don't know if I necessarily need to see him as a a full-time character there. Yeah. Uh, just because it's such a bloated roster right now. And, and we will get to AEW in a bit. But something I liked about this week is it kind of seemed focused. It's like, all right, new year. Like, let's try and push these younger stars and, like, make – it's going to take time. But, like, let's have the focus on a swerve and a hangman and that kind of thing. And not maybe like bog it down with like Adolph and other ex WWE guys. Yeah, but sure, there's definitely matches I'd like to see there. I'd love to see when the Danielson when he's, when he's healthy. I'd love to see Kenny Ziggler. Obviously, wow. like there's there's certain things there. I I don't know if I necessarily need him as a week to week character. But for the yeah. first, you know, there's no need to sign anywhere until after Mania because Mania weekend there's going to be all these shows going on. Uh, all the all the like stories and promotions are like heavily booked right now until that time anyway. So like have some fun and yeah. then maybe in the summer 
signs. So maybe we'll see Ziggler at a Philly GCW show. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, right. Exactly. There's there's some start. Gringo versus Nick Nemeth. Sure. I would like to yeah. see that a lot. Actually. Uh, I just can't wait to to hear the Japanese commentary go zigzag. <laughs> <laughs> If if he calls it that, I never really yeah. understood why he did call it that. But that's a good Ziggler, I think. Um, and then some of the other stuff on the show we had Kazuchika Okada taking on Brian Danielson, the rematch. Yeah, uh, this was match of the night. Oh for yeah, me. Um, match of the year. Yeah, uh, phenomenal match. Um, kind of was like, man, I wish you kind of did that in uh, in Scotiabank, but also. I kind of like, like, the the match in Toronto wasn't bad, but I think all of us were like, oh, I was expecting a bit more. We were also on a bit of a come down after Kenny Osprey. But then the story coming out of it, you know, Danielson tapping him out with a broken arm. You're then playing up with the, the broken eye thing from the tag match on Dynamite. All the story leading into it made this what it was as well. And Okada, I've gone a little colder on the last couple of years because like he's got his formula and they're often like long matches and nothing really happens at the beginning, but then you forget all about it because the final 10 minute stretch is amazing. This wasn't that I thought this was just so like packed and I was like hanging on to every single move they were doing. Some of the submissions like Danielson doing the, like double arm yeah. bend back thing how he beat him yeah. saying i'm gonna snap your arm all that kind of stuff added to it um i i thought this was excellent and the way they ended with both bowing at each other it was like hey we can leave this here if we want and we're happy but it's one apiece and yeah. we can always do that rubber match at wrestlemania down the line <laughs> one day yeah. we'll get it one day uh yeah i really enjoyed this match it was a classic already established like this will be one people will go back and watch and talk about. And you could just see like the joy in this man making his entrance. Obviously he didn't get uh, the final countdown, but his theme is, is, is good too. And like him coming out the smile pyro pyro, the (laughs) Titan, he just looked like final boss, Brian with the eye patch and everything. But then like the match itself, they were killing each other, hurting each other. It was so like entertaining. But then when he finally, did the yes chance mm. in the Tokyo Dome. You could see he had his eyes closed mm. and he's just smiling. And like, again, all these Japanese fans going, yes, yes. And this is what he's been like dreaming about since it's like 20 years he ago. He only pulls out for like special moments yeah. now, isn't it? The yes. Chance. Like, like the commentary, I, I was watching the English feed for this. They were like, Hey, this guy was like in new Japan, the dojo all the years ago. Oh, and like, they said, yeah. And it's like, look, all these years later, 20 years later, he's now like in a marquee, like one of the headlining matches of this thing. And like, you know, that was special to him and kind of following not really his social media. Cause he's not too like into that, but all these other people who were there, like your big fat Massa or mm. your Hyoming, like all the local Japanese, he was doing the rounds. He was, yeah. he was like, I need to go here. I need to go here. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if he signed some things at the the one store. Like he just looked like he did everything he wanted to do. And like, as a fan of this guy, you're like, man, good for you. Like you got to do it, but the match fucking banged. And you're yeah. right. Like would I want to watch it again. You don't really need it. You did it. But at the same time, one day you can do it. Like, yeah, I mean, I know this is his last full time year as a wrestler, but it's something you can let breathe now. And it's always in your back pocket. Yeah. Whatever promotion both are in at some point. It's always something you can go, yeah. hey, we need to sell this. It was it was really good. And I mean, like, I, I'm imagining Okada signs with New Japan and stays there. He's he's saying in interviews uh, around this show that, like, oh, yeah, I got another, like, 10 years of, like, good Okada left. Meaning, I'm not retiring in 10 years, but, like... Do you need to waste that in New Japan? Yeah. So maybe... Sonata and Naito five, and Evil. You know, three like, more years yeah. and then go somewhere else is probably mm. what he means. Going back to TNA. <laughs> he is going back he to TNA like in two weeks yeah. or something, but yeah. Um, also, you, you mentioned commentary. I just want to shout out uh, Walker Stewart, who it's the first time I've really listened to him. Yeah. Apparently he's like 22 or something Holy like that. Shit. He's crazy young. I, I thought he did a really yeah. good job um, on this show. and They had a lot of issues, I know, because uh, I was watching, shout out Dickie, he was streaming and stuff. and he, I know the US fee, English feed was like struggling when it was live i think they may have fixed it for the oh recast. yeah i didn't notice on and apparently it was very bad where it was like uh, out of sync and right. all that stuff which would 
fury. I would yeah. not be able to watch that. So, uh, but after watching kind of later on the replay, yeah, he sounded really good. good. His voice, I kept on thinking it was Don Callis talking. Yeah. At a similar yeah. kind of tone. At first stuff. I was like, wait, is this Don Callis? Why is but he But that's here? why I was surprised yeah. when I found out how young he was. Because I, no, I, I, I enjoyed his What's work. What's his name? Uh, Walker Stewart, okay. I think. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I was impressed. Uh, and then, oh yeah, the main event, and that was fine. <laughs> This was the main event, Sonata and Naito. You know what? Naito is super over in Japan. Like, don't underestimate. Mm-hmm. He is a very big star over there. Uh, however, Sonata looks like some young boy who just goes to the better tanning salon and better hair salon. I thought he'd leveled up here. I did like the the orange gear. I thought it looked way better. Yeah. Um, I Look, I, I don't like either wrestler. Uh, <laughs> I find them both pretty dull. Uh, Naito has had some good matches. I'm not going to like deny that yeah um but yeah i wasn't overly into this as a main event but i will say the the energy from this crowd kind of pulled me into it sure. and about 19 destinos later it was like yeah it was, i i thought it was it exceeded my expectations um but kind of want to move on from it yeah it exceeded my expectations but sonata just does not do anything for Mm. me he's very boring he looks so just cookie cutter of what some young boy wrestler looks like and i just don't understand why they again out of someone who has gone from watching a lot of new japan Mm. so much that i fucking traveled to go watch this to someone who like very rarely watches and when i do i go how are you fucking this guy up? Oh, this guy should be your guy. This guy should be mm. your guy. Instead, they're not. And Sonata and Evil and all these other fuckers are the ones they keep putting on these shows that I'm like head scratching a lot. So again, maybe going forward with the new year, they may, might have some changes to that, but it's New Japan. I'd say Ni- Ni- look promising with their, their like, they're like recently graduated young lions, yeah. like your Sujis and Shooters and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, but like they got to not do the formula because the formula will be Naito is going to drop the title in like a month to Mm. some young guy. Then they go, Oh, you know what? He actually isn't ready. Let's go put it back on so-and-so and And they'll, they'll do that. You know, they're going to do that. And you're going to go not watching that. You just, I mean, you just got to have whoever you choose, you know, have against your best, have against Shingo, have against Tanahashi, have against Okada, just like prove themselves against, don't have them working with evil. Don't have, you know, like they will do that. That's not what you want to be doing. Um, but, but overall, but yeah, overall. I, I like, I was uh, pissed off because I heard the result before I saw it and it was a match I already didn't really care Wanna about. Watch, and yeah. now I was like, man, now I'm going to sit through a 40 minute thing. Yeah. Uh, but it did exceed my expectations. Definitely. And I actually quite enjoyed the evil tease at the end being like nah you're not getting the the roll call right like i think it just made the crowd want that roll call even more when it right. happened which, yeah yeah uh which was a feel-good moment um but you know what overall i wasn't excited about this show um and i pretty much enjoyed it overall i thought i thought it was it definitely exceeded my expectations yeah it, yeah yeah i i i always want to watch uh wrestle kingdom it's so it's it's so fun to watch and seeing like the huge crowd over there and everything but the the main match okada and danielson easily the match of the night and we'll go we'll be talking about in a year from now being like oh it's one of the best matches of the year because it, it was so awesome and we'll be watching it again soon because I, I i need to watch it back but overall a pretty good show and i hope they can go off some momentum and do the right things to print president Tanahashi. He's got to do the right things here and battle in the Valley. I mean, we got Osprey leaving mm-hmm. new Japan. He's announced his, well, they've announced their match with his match with Okada is the main event of battle in the Valley. So I imagine this is the last time these two nice. tangle for quite a while. So, you know, this one's going to be good. Um, what, they've also had Matt Riddle show yeah. up in a video on new year's dash saying he wants to fight. Tanahashi, mm. which is very strange. Didn't Tana say something like, I don't know who that is? He's like, is. yeah, sure, but I don't know who you are. Yeah, <laughs> very funny uh, that Tanahashi would would say that. I, that got a chuckle out of me. Uh, also on the New Year's Dash was the like the mega team, the, the, the Fantastic Four of Okada, Danielson, Ishii, and 
Mox. Mox. Oh my God. <laughs> what a unit this was. This was awesome. And they lost. Imagine the, these four showing up to the pub. Like just <laughs> with the iPad. <laughs> One of them's bleeding. <laughs> this looked like us on Halloween a little, a little bit. You just need the iPad. Uh, yeah, this was pretty great. I, I mean, the Mighty Don't Neil technically won the match, but everyone was talking about like, wow, these guys teamed up. Like, yeah. pretty, pretty cool moment there. And that's the fun kind of stuff you do at News Dash. What last year you had. Uh, Kenny and Okada. Okada team, yeah, right? yeah. So that's pretty cool. Um, they've announced also for the Battle in the Valley, Shingo versus Moxley in a no DQ, which I'm like, yeah, that should have been on nice. Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, like yeah. that should have just been one of the marquee matches. Uh, Gabe Kidd is taking on Eddie Kingston. Uh, I mentioned Matt Riddle is in. Is that for the Continental Championship? So call me crazy or like ex- someone explain like I'm five. But when... The Continental Classic happened. Yeah. The winner became the new Continental Champion, right? Yeah. Right? Okay. Stop me when I'm going off the rails. So now Eddie is also still just defending the strong title. Is that what he's doing? Yeah. Yeah. It's It's been so confusing because they've been calling it throughout the whole tournament. They yeah. were calling it a triple crown <laughs> championship, yeah. which implies unifying right you know undisputed unified that kind of thing triple crown and then as soon as the tournament ended they've been saying the continental champion eddie kingston leading you to believe that uh they're kind of separated they haven't they haven't addressed it it's been it's been very poor i was you know of the wrestling i was a fan of the tournament by the end of it i i thought it was it was a good job there's still big issues and they, I don't think Eddie's clear what's going on with yeah. his titles. Yeah. He didn't seem clear at the beginning when he no. was like, I'm defending them every single match. Yeah, like, Eddie, you're not, you know, yeah, oh. that's why I'm confused. And, and now it's like, yeah. Okay. Defending them separately. It then, but then the fact that he's defending like the continental championship of what against Trent, I think that was, was that last night or something? Yeah. Um, so he's defending that separately. It kind of, again, makes the tournament. What's the point in having going through all these matches, a whole tournament to win a title, if then that title is just regularly defended in normal matches? Yeah. You know, whereas, again, like if it was for you do this tournament to headline the biggest show of the year, that gives you a reason to do it. But otherwise, I'd be like, why would I wrestle seven, seven to eight matches if I could just win a battle royal and challenge <laughs> yeah, you on I don't understand. I don't understand that. It's like, wait, uh, Brian Cage, two indie guys who aren't signed, and Trent. Yeah. A, it's like you could have just been an indie guy and been put in this match. <laughs> just be, oh, just I'll just do the four way the week after the pay per view. I know insane. it's it's nitpicking, but that was bothering. You've me got this Brian week. with like a fucking broken arm, broken eye, broken everything, not winning the tournament, and then Brian Keith shows up and is like. Yeah, I'll have a shot. Yeah, I, I, I'm Trent not even Moretto signed here. Like, yeah, ah, yes. <laughs> Brian Cage, who loses everything. Yeah, I'll win. It's, it didn't make sense. Kayfabe-wise, I was like, that's kind of silly. So I think you either do it as you are the, like, continental champion and you defend that, like, you hold that right through to the next tournament. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah, I'm just... Or you have it for so something weird. else. Or, like, next year, are the, are the strong title and... Fucking Ring of Honor title going to be on the line as well. What's the proper name of this title? It's Gun to Your Head. <laughs> what's the name of the title? Well, it's either the Continental <laughs> Championship or the Triple Crown. No, like, wait. What's the What's the New Japan oh, title? He the holds? New Japan Strong Open Weight Championship. Am I right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The... Is that their main one, or do they have a New Japan Strong, strong? Championship? You ask, ask like I watch New Japan Strong. <laughs> Is that even still a show? I think it ended. I don't know. Didn't it end? They were rebranding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, yeah. I love wrestling, but nitpicking things, I'm like, wait, what? Brian Keith, who is awesome, by He's the great. way. He's yeah. fucking awesome, by the way. He should be signed. He, this guy, kayfabe-wise, strolls in like, oh, wait, these... There was like 16 dudes who were fighting in a tournament and all of a sudden I get a shot at this. Yeah. Fuck them. Give me the match. Yeah. It's like, wait, what, why would he be given this? Yeah. Or it just doesn't make it's sense. So bizarre. So anyways, Gabriel kid is 
fighting Eddie for the just the New Japan Strong Never Openweight title. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Right. <laughs> Uh, well, shall we move over to some AEW? Yeah, I mean, uh, you kind of mentioned uh, some of the stuff. It is it is cool that they are kind of crossing over, letting some people mm-hmm. go in and out with like Okada, Danielson, and things like that. And I imagine we get more of that in 2024, especially Forbidden Door and all that stuff later in the year. And I, I'm definitely genuinely excited. But i just like to circle back a little tiny bit to Matt Riddle mm-hmm. being in New Japan because I know he recently showed up on – some other show and MLW really? I think so. Okay. So everyone's talking about Matt Stryker going off on commentary. Matt Stryker has now come out and said like, Oh, I shouldn't have said those things, which like you kind of knew what you were saying. So I don't know. What what did he say? uh, I watched the clip earlier today, but I can't, he was basically like, why would anyone, you know, fire this guy? He's great. And this and that innocent till proven guilty kind of, Hmm. you know, thing. Matt Stryker also referenced in the speaking out movement. Just, right. So yeah. not just not a good look over overall. But MLW, is that even a real show? <laughs> so I mean, like in defense, your commentary should be big, bigging up your talent. Yeah. I mean, maybe just not mentioning anything that at all about yeah, being fired. But like, yeah. yeah, it's yeah. Very strange. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah. So I mean, like Matt Riddle, obviously he's a great wrestler, but he's just been riddled. With Ooh. with like all these bad things attached to him, mm-hmm. whether it's allegations, whether he's, you know, alleging people are doing stuff to him in airports. Like yeah. there's just so much like going on that WWE was just like, no, we're going to clean yeah. our hands of that. And now he's showing up everywhere else. So I don't know. Again, like did this guy is, it, there? There is things on against this guy. It feels icky when you kind of watch wrestlers. But that's that's what wrestling is. I don't know. I, I'm not necessarily excited. I'm not interested in really Matt Riddle right now. And I know that like I think a lot feel the same. He will have his fans too. Um, but yeah, I, I'm I'm kind of in the same boat. And I I don't know if I'll watch the Battle in the Valley show. Um, I I have been very sparing with my New Japan in I'm, in the last year or so. I'll check out Okada Ross. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, there's yeah. there's stuff. Oh, I'll, and the Shingo Marks. Yeah, yeah. There's stuff I'll check out, but um, whether I'll see Riddle Tanner, I I'm not sure. Yeah. Well, Riddle and someone versus T- Zach Saber and Bad. Oh, Duke. it's not even that match yet. No. Oh, okay. So right. we'll get there eventually. Okay. I, I guess. Yeah. I cool. don't know. Uh, so yeah, AEW also this week had a bunch of shows kicking off 2024. Mm-hmm. They had World's End. A week ago, yeah, which seems like it seems a year a year ago. ago. I mean, literally, yeah, kind of, kind of a year ago. Uh, but then they had Dynamite and Collision. That was uh, last night. But Dynamite, I thought Dynamite was pretty good. I really enjoyed Dynamite this week. I thoroughly yeah. enjoyed it. Uh, Darby Allen taking on Kanosuke oh, Takeshita. Like that's a con- early contender for match of the year. <sighs> wow, man, they um, were killing each other. I mean, he was killing Darby as per usual, but Darby was was firing back. There was some crazy stuff in that match. Like, this is the Takeshita we need more of. This is the Takeshita that we should have seen immediately after his association with Callus yeah. and beating Kenny Omega. Um, like, he's a big guy. And for, like, the whole first part of his run when he was a babyface, he was uh, the plucky underdog, wasn't he? Yeah, who's kind Going of up against your main, your, your main characters. Here, like, this looked like someone you can have as a, a main event heel. Yeah. You know? He doesn't need to talk. He's got callous for him who gets tremendous heat. The focus should be on Takeshita, though. I think that has been a bit of a problem with the yeah, absolutely. John Callis family. And I'm hoping, uh, like we were saying, kind of end of World's End, it's like, yeah, like wasn't the best, but it's it's going to be like a, a fresh chapter in the new year. And I definitely got that feeling uh, with this Dynamite. Um, so I'm hoping there's a bit of focus now on Takeshita because man that that match was awesome and just Darby like this was like a death match without being an ODQ match yeah you know what I mean just the stuff he was doing to the yeah it reminded me it didn't get to that level but we we did a show with uh Damian Abraham years ago best death match ever and he selected Samoa Joe versus Necro Necro Butcher which isn't a death match but at the same time they get close to death in the match so it reminded me of that where this guy's just murdering this dude it's the flying knee that was like oh my god like in midair outside the tope or whatever just incredible i i actually like watched it and then later on uh 
I was like going to sleep after Wrestle Kingdom. I'm like, I just need to see clips of that match again. And I was watching parts of it back. Cause it like, so I good. don't, you, you yell out a lot when you're, Oh, I am when you're very audible. I don't do it as much. I think more, it's kind of like, you know, when you, when you're watching something and you laugh on your own, it's more like a, a social thing. Yeah. Like it takes something really funny for me to laugh. Yes, on my own. Yes, yes. But if I'm in a crowd, I'll laugh a bit more. This, I was just sat here on my own, just going, Holy yeah. fuck. Like, yeah. Yeah. It yeah. was tremendous. Yeah, it, it, it's true. So next week, they've announced Sting and Darby taking on Takeshita and Hobbs. Let's fucking go. Takeshita pins Sting, causing his first and only loss in AEW. Do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's a strange match to book. Yeah, I know. I, I wouldn't have Sting lose now no. until his, yeah. his revolution match. So, yeah. It's a weird match to book when you're, you're really... I, I feel Hobbs is maybe collateral damage there yeah or do you do like a big no contest kind of double dq brawl thing like i i don't know it seems it's still a long way to set up for a revolution match so i don't know it's it's it feels a bit backed in the corner yeah Uh, i'll see what they do I mean, I'm I'm excited to. See, I just think they sh- they shouldn't fumble to Keshta. I think no. going forward, like properly use him. He should have been in that Continental Classic. Maybe they didn't put him in because they wanted Eddie to win it and they didn't want him to lose. But like, guy's been losing also. But I mean, he won his match against Darby, and he should continue to be booked as one of the like main villains of AEW. I think they can correct it. I mean, what if for like a little program for now to tide him over, you have Hobbs lose and Keshta kicks him out of the group. And you have like a little mini feud between those two for now. The yeah, two big lads. possibly. Yeah, I just I just want Takeshita to be booked uh, properly. But that part of AEW was easily the my favorite from the, the show. I'm trying to think of what else. Uh, I enjoyed Swerve versus Daniel Garcia. Oh yeah, as well yeah, yeah. that was pretty good. Uh, I mean, those two are two of the best up and coming guys. Yeah. I mean, Swerve should be champion by the end of this year in some way, shape, I or think form. He will. Yeah. yeah. But Daniel Garcia is one. They fumbled him last year, and I think they're again same thing. They're, they're going to correct yeah. course for a- him as absolutely. well. Absolutely. Um, and then you kind of set up. You know, Hangman Page is just on a on a rampage after being yeah. taken out by the devil and his his goons. Um, so him just wanting a fight, confronting Swerve at the end. It seems like we're gonna finish the trilogy maybe yeah i don't know what the hell i kind of wonder if we'll because it was joe who like paid the devil in a way to take out page i wonder if you get the title on page you have page mm. beat joe and then it's swerve who beats oh right okay because okay. i i don't see this samoa joe title reign being long and yeah and i think now you've set up a reason for for hangman to face joe yeah, I wonder if that's a little like hot potatoing you could do to get the title on Swerve. Yeah, because an easy thing would to be is Revolution is a triple threat, but I mean that's a long way from yeah. now. I don't know how long we'd wait to get True. some of yeah, these you matches. Could do that. But I I don't know if I'd necessarily like that as much. I'd like to see Swerve versus Hangman again, but like they've already straight up murdered each it's other. Like, like what would you it's do for the title? What else do you do? Whether it's you know have an attempt at the exploding barbed wire death yeah, match yeah. again and be like right. This time we're gonna fucking kill, nail it. Or do you introduce like an equivalent of a Hell in a Cell or something like that, which we haven't seen? A we've seen the cage match, but do we see them attempt something along those lines? Because you're right, we've had the Texas. The guy drank his blood, exactly. So like, what the hell? Where do you go from there? But it's it's clear these two are gonna meet again. Yeah. And but just you know to sign off the first episode of the new year with those two in the ring. I'm like, these should be your main characters. Yeah. Hangman should be the protagonist of AEW and yeah. Swerve should be the supervillain. And and Joe right now, he's the champ, but I do see him dropping it to either of these guys. Yeah. yeah. It'll be a, it'll be a couple of months reign. Yeah. Um, we had also Mariah May's debut against, what is it? Queen Amidala. I thought it Pat was May. Queen Amidala. <laughs> I, I doubted double take, like, sorry, what's her name? And then it was not, it was not Pat May, no. But uh, that was that was fine. I, I've seen some of Mariah May's stuff uh, before AEW, and I've liked it. So I think she's got a look. She can wrestle. She's got a little bit of an attitude as yeah. well already. So instantly is inserted in the higher it was, part of this roster. It was, again, something promising this week where the women's division seemed to have a bit of focus and a bit of like life yeah. injected into it. I thought Queen Aminata really... Uh, I, 
do not watch Dark or did not watch Dark, so yeah. haven't seen her before. I thought she really showed up. I thought she was great. I think Mariah May kind of has everything. She She's solid in the ring. She's got a great look. She's like very confident on the mic. Uh, already got a story in place with Tony Storm and everything going forwards. Uh, so, yeah, I was impressed. And then uh, the debut of Diona Parazzo. Yes, I know you're a big fan of Diana from I like Impact Deanna. and yeah. stuff. I'd say she was definitely hit and miss from times I've watched her in what May Young Classic, and then mm-hmm. and then she went to Impact yeah. after like that. I'd say some some things that I did watch. I'd say during the pandemic and stuff, like there'd be sometimes I'd watch her and she was good, and then there'd be sometimes I watch her where I really did not like her. So I thought she had a good debut. I thought she sounded good actually. I don't can't really remember her cutting promos as good as kind of the way she sounded it easily helped with the Jersey crowd. Yeah. So I'd say it was a thumbs up for a debut. It's, it's interesting. Her, obviously it's in Jersey. She's going to get cheered. It was the right move. Cause I think you, we have seen her in AEW before she's main evented a dynamite before against Mercedes Martinez. That's right. Yeah. Um, and there wasn't much fanfare around her. I think it was absolutely the right place to debut her to make her feel big because i think elsewhere she might have felt like who ah, okay yeah. i wanted sasha banks you yeah. know that kind of thing um so i thought it was a good thing she is in my opinion better as a heel in promos and stuff the virtuosa like the you know like better than you kind of character she kind of does um but i think she's solid in ring like her her matches against jordan grace were always very good uh can be a bit of hit hit and miss with others but definitely will be um, one of the sort of top performers in the division. And you think hopefully soon we can get um, Jamie Hayter back and Britt Baker back and maybe a debuting Mercedes Monet. So I think there was kind of promise with the women's division after tonight's show. Oh, sorry. Yeah. This week's show. Yeah. Yeah. After watching this week's, I'm like, okay, maybe the women's division is something they're going to focus on. Mercedes would be a huge addition to that. She would be the instant, the star, make her the champion really quick and then the kind of end game of your division would be going jamie versus mercedes which mercedes made it clear she wants to face jamie and kind of vice versa that would be the big you know all-in match almost if you will but i hope jamie comes back i think she was the real glue to that division i think back to her winning the title and then obviously her injury and disappearing off like the, the show was a big hit in in something i didn't really realize i'm like oh man this women's division kind of like floundering kind of not my, you know, my interest level is just dropped. And then I kind of go, Oh wait, wait a second. I loved where we were with it. I'm loving Tony storm. Don't get me wrong, but everything else is just Mm. falls to the side. So maybe this year they do focus on that. Having Mariah may having virtuosa, having hopefully Mercedes Jamie back. It, it could, could prop back up. Yeah. I hope, I hope it does, but we'll see. And I guess the last thing to talk about is the, the undisputed kingdoms, uh, First promo. Yeah. Okay. Like the, the pluses is Adam Cole, even on crutches, he can still talk. Yeah. So he cuts good promos. We, mm. That's, that's no one can ever say he, he, he's great. He's so good on the mic and it made sense in a way, but then you go, you're putting lipstick on Matt Taven. It, it's still Matt Taven mm. and Mike Bennett. It's still the kingdom. And I'm just not really sold on these being behind these guys and uh, we're talking about kayfabe wise things kayfabe wise adam cole sounds like a complete dork when he's like and and they became ring of honor tag team champions and wardlow's gonna become champion and it's just like it's it's a little unfortunate because i think back then in hindsight they had it all mapped out with adam cole not being injured I think it would have worked a whole lot better. Mm. It would have the stories going into it. I think they just, they had the injury and they decided to change certain things. And I think when they did that, it made it suck. And I think they retconned it. Okay. With him cutting the promo again, I think he sounded good. It's just like, it's still the fucking kingdom. So I'm like, but there is, you know, as like, it does make sense for them to be with him because there is the history. Of course. With them. Sure. Uh, they should explain that a bit maybe, but I don't know if you like, like we I, know like, that I've but. seen, like I've seen a lot of hate for this promo. Uh, I think people wanted like every single element of it explained for me. I don't really think I need that. Like Cole knows MJF 
is someone who would turn on him eventually. Yeah, yeah. He broke his ankle trying to protect him and is pissed off. And therefore he's, I'm going to strike you before you strike me. I think that makes complete sense. The people he's got in his group makes complete sense. It's his best friend, Roderick Strong, who I so fucking hoped dropped the Adam thing yeah. now in this. Because I kind of saw it as, you know, all those goofy vignettes at the house together yeah. was like a swerve. They, they have said like, that. Yeah, they said that last night. Right. The kingdom have now said the giraffe shit, all that stuff was like a Just facade. throw you off. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. meanwhile, we're plotting about what we're doing. Yeah. Like, I kind of, I understood that, but therefore Roddy should drop the the stupid shit right and just be serious but he's made the most fucking money and gotten the most famous yeah. from it i, I, guess, I just but. i didn't feel it worked in this promo yeah like maybe every now and then but um so it makes sense it makes sense with wardlow who's got a beef and with mjf and adam cole needing the the muscle i just love from in. like day one of this storyline now they're going oh i'm gonna take the, with yeah it's i've like, been like that yeah it's already although, although wardlow's reaction was like sure Okay. Was but, it? He looked over at him like... But you yeah. know that's something they're going to go to, which I, again, don't like. It's still... The thing that baffles me is how this whole thing started with Jay White being taken out. How does that make any sense to the story? Adam Cole was like, look, if I can't be champion, it sure as hell ain't going to be Jay White. <laughs> so I'll take him out. But you, you look back at other steps, like Adam Cole trying to insert himself into the match, like, because you could have thought, like, he inserts himself, the... His plan is right. Kingdom and Wardlow take out Jay White and he wins. Right. You know, in the, the Jay White MJF match. Yeah. Like, that makes sense. There's steps along the way that make sense. The one thing for me is why the fuck did he take out Jay White? That made Well, no Jay sense. White's mad about it, clearly. Yeah. He, they came out after, which was so the, mad like, he's a babyface now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'd say like they did the best they could with it because think about it. If you did go, hey, it's Jack Perry, people would be even more pissed off. Like it makes sense that mm -hmm. it's Adam Cole. It was it was supposed to be Adam Cole from the very get go. The mask in the locker room at all in yeah. going missing because he was the one who took it. Right. Like that's the main thing. It's just he got injured and it fucked everything up because it was supposed to be him winning the title from MJF. Easily, they were going to be like, yes. let's rematch. Well, and that, then that's something uh, Frank says in the chat. Yeah, but the plan, what a waste of time. It's not even like yeah. any of them won the AEW title. If anything, you've made it more difficult because now Samoa Joe is the champion. Yeah, it doesn't make whereas sense. Whereas the champion before was a guy with a torn rotator cuff, yeah. uh, like a gammy knee, like just held together by fucking bubblegum. It would have made more know? sense <laughs> if it was if it was Adam. I mean, I, I'm now not... they've given an unstoppable monster yeah. the title. <laughs> it doesn't make sense because, again, it's like, and we're the Ring of Honor tag champions. It's like, cool. No mm. one gives a fuck about them. I'm sorry. Uh, however, it's like, if if it was Adam Cole being like, hey, face, because he was like face Joe, right? Mm. Joe helps you. Joe, Joe this, Joe this, Joe this. If it was in the end, Joe is in the group. Mm. that's that was the plan then yeah cool if it was hey mjf max you should face wardlow give him a shot okay gives him a shot he beats mjf because he's injured and then it goes ah we tricked you you shouldn't have taken that mm. match that makes sense but they obviously didn't want to give wardlow the title you know what i mean like yeah. there's there's a different i guess it's mainly just he wanted to like just one yeah i want like, to hurt you care. Yeah. like the title is something i'll figure out once i'm healthy maybe yeah. um i wasn't as down on it as other people are there are some holes in it yeah but i'm like again it's like okay we've got it out the way now this is your stable we don't need to think about yeah the past maybe and just focus on where you are going from here which where do you go from here okay roddy's what going for the going for orange cassidy yeah so we're getting the undisputed prophecy part two yeah i mean yeah roddy orange that sounds yeah. interesting don't to get me. me wrong like the kingdom they, they're fine workers. I just like, they've been put through the ringer of mm. not only AEW, but like ring of honor before yeah. we got here. If you were watching ring of honor before it was ever owned by AEW, like they've been the same guys for a long time. And it's just like, they're very uninteresting. And now you've given them a fresh coat and I still don't care. Yeah. So I, I, I wasn't as negative on it. And I think going forward, we could get some good things, but I'm done with the ring of honor shit as well. So being ring of honor champions, this and that is like, what is again, Adam Cole sounds stupid when he's like, and Samoa Joe got the world title, but we got the ring of honor tag titles. It's like, yeah, you sound dumb. Cause you just helped this other guy. Like, yeah, it, it's, it's a little backwards, but they did the best they could. Yeah. It's yeah. Do you, I assume Cole's going to be on TV 
pretty much. He has everybody. to be their mouthpiece. I mean, Wardlow needs a mouthpiece. Kingdom need a mouthpiece. Roddy needs the mouthpiece. He's, <laughs> he's going to be there every week for them. It's just like, when are you coming back? Because it, it definitely sucks that this AEW would be fine if Adam Cole never got injured, but uh, he did. So they had to, you know, change course. And Samoa Joe is an AEW world champion, which is pretty cool. It's just like, where do we go forward? And there's a few months till the revolution. I wonder if we do have title matches on TV that maybe the title flip flops around, like you said, to just go away from the undisputed kingdom. But then, yeah, I, I don't know. The devil's, I'm happy the devil stuff is over. Cause like, yeah, yeah. Uh, what do you think of the new music? Yeah, they needed that too. They, Cause like, he's a baby. You needed face. to, yeah. yeah. Did they just slow it down? I only listened to it once. They started with the boom and then I think it was just some instrumental i i just watched it oh, okay yeah i think i need to listen to it back but i could be wrong i think they slowed down like the oh they did the judgment day yeah over there. okay yeah, yeah yeah all right i'm sure they did something something like that uh other things from dynamite i'm trying to think uh orange dante was fine oh private party private party yo yeah. fuck the aw season oneers i love private party fuck all the haters i actually loved that i was like good good for this guy he was he feels like he's been injured for quite a, a while yeah. And like all the disrespect to the Hardys is uh, Isaiah being like, and uh, we're here to put the tag team. I didn't understand how they came out during a match where like there was sure there was like a tag team there and a trios team yeah. there, but like they could have came out when there was a tag, a tag team. team sure. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I, I love those guys. I actually watched Rampage this week because I wasn't working and I was at home. And they, <laughs> who are you? I know. <laughs> it was like finished SmackDown. I was like, yeah, all right, I guess I watched. What Rampage. was on it? Uh, fuck, I tell I, me. I can't um, oh, wait. Wheeler Utah versus Stop Commander. Right yeah, just oh, okay. Um, all right, all right. Uh, yeah, which was all right. Uh, but yeah, they had a, a promo segment backstage with the Hardys, where the Hardys were like, "Hey, what's going on?" And then kind of the Hardys sort of young boyed them a little bit, oh. and kind of said, "Oh, uh, here, here's our our shirts we wore for our match." Like, can, like, right, that. Right, so right. that's something they're going towards, but. Yeah, I, I'm kind of happy to see them back. Yeah, uh, these guys were very promising when AEW started. Like, I had my attention on these two. I'm like, whoa, they're two, like, guys, their gimmick is party, and they did some pretty impressive moves. Mm-hmm. And Quinn's been, like, he's been hit with those injuries. But I'm I'm excited. I actually was like, hey, uh, give these guys a chance. And I, I'm ex- I don't know if you go babyface or heel with them, but – because in a way they're, they're kind of twee because right like, now they feel tweeners to me yeah yeah, yeah. but I, I feel like i'm in the minority but i was excited that they're back because the tag team division is lacking in aw yeah. right now yeah. so they are kind of, they were right on the money yeah. with that promo. again just felt like a fresh start this week i yeah. i enjoyed it yeah well uh shall we wrap that up there yeah i mean this week on dynamite is their homecoming we mentioned sting and darby versus Takeshita and oh Hobbs. claudio hangman yeah claudio that's, hangman that that's exactly awesome yeah that's exactly what i wanted to bring up i'm very looking forward to dynamite this week so we'll be catching that and we'll definitely be talking about it next week all right uh well we're gonna be back in about five minutes with best match ever 2023 so don't go anywhere have a a quick loo break grab yourself something to eat or drink or whatever and we'll see you at 4 15 eastern time hell yeah toodle pip